0: Hi, I'm Wol Dietz and this is a podcast about the thing I'm most proud of. So there's a few things I feel I could have done this on, but there's one that kind of caused or at least influenced most of my other sources of my pride, my motivation to become a better person. There's three questions I'm constantly asking myself. Who am I? Who do I want to be? and how do I become that person? I wouldn't say I'm trying to change who I am, but more like I'm trying to figure out who my best self is. And I don't want to sound like I'm on some sort of self-righteous mission, because I'm not. I honestly don't know what compels me to do this. If it's some sort of coping mechanism, or <laughs> inferiority complex, or something I haven't even considered yet. But, without further ado, let's dive into my life story. Flash all the way back to elementary school. Remember that kid that would always do anything to please the teacher, They'd always follow the rules no matter the situation, and better yet, they would make sure everyone knew if he didn't? Yeah, that was me. The snobby second grader policing everyone with a foot-long stick up my butt. Of course, I outgrew this eventually, but not until middle school, and even then, there was still a twig or two somewhere up there. The first big change in who I was and wanted to be came between 7th and 8th grade at summer camp.
1: There's there's things I want to do to to improve it. I want to improve improve my employees' lives. I want to improve the lives around me
0: because growth is important. Mm-hmm. This is my scoutmaster, Nate Graff. Between my seventh and eighth grade years, I think it might have been at PV okay. that you gave me the Baden Powell Award. This yes, is I think a long was time ago. ago. Yes, that was. Uh, a long time so, ago. do you remember what reason? You gave that to
1: me before. Um, <laughs> uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was the cheerfulness. Um, no matter what task you were given, um, you always did it with a smile, and you were always you know it's the so the Baden Powell Award is those who best exemplify um, the Scout Oath and Law in their everyday life, mm-hmm. and so I felt um, you know the cheerfulness, the way you were always happy to help, and you were exemplifying those those behaviors.
0: I had this realization, you know, wow, I can be better. Maybe, (laughs) you know, like, I hate to admit it, but maybe it's kind of just behavioral psychology. I got rewarded for doing something good, so it made me want to do more good things. But regardless, I took a lot of inspiration away from that week, and I developed this resolve to become better. From 8th grade to junior year or so, not too much changed. I was set on staying this person I was trying to embody. I was a perfectionist when it came to who I was, and I was really hard on myself, to a fault. Uh, I was afraid of change, because what I didn't learn until later is that change is good as long as it's in the right direction. I tried and tried to stay the same person, but it wasn't good for me because, as humans, we're dynamic rather than static. By this, I mean we change. We're not the same person we were five years ago, nor the person we will be five years from now. I've learned this is a good thing, but it took a smack in the face to teach me. Last year, towards the end of my junior year, Zeke, an athlete in Unified, was hit by a car. Unified, for those that don't know, is a gym class here at Lakewood for those with disabilities. The news, as you'd expect, was super hard for the Unified community. What I held onto was that he wasn't dead, hoping that he'd recover and eventually be back to normal. A few days after the incident, the unified teacher, Miss Logar, and I went to go see him in the hospital. He was in a coma with some serious head trauma, but we didn't know the extent of it at the time. We arrived to see his family in tears, which confused me because I figured they had a few days to cope with it. Zeke's father told us they were going to let him go in a day or two. We were allowed to go into his room and say goodbyes. It was so hard knowing that that would be the last time I'd see him, but it was even harder when I came to school the next day and had to keep that to myself. For some very fair reasons, the family asked that the news be kept private to avoid there being too many visitors, but I still struggled to keep this from the rest of the unified coaches, who cared just as deeply for Zeke as I did. During that time, I only confided to my parents, and when a friend would ask if I was alright because I looked off, I could only accept a hug and bite my tongue. Eventually, after Zeke had passed, we had to break the news to everyone. My teacher separated the coaches and the athletes, and I somehow found myself in the hard position of telling the rest of the coaches, who still held on to hope for Zeke, that he wasn't going to recover. I did my best to stay strong for my classmates, to be their rock. In the weeks following, I helped spearhead the McKeith Strong campaign, making shirts and raising money for Zeke's family. That was my way of coping with the loss, trying to help others. (laughs)
2: Um, I'm Amy, I'm Will's mom.
0: From your perspective, how did I handle Zeke's passing last year? Like, what are some of the things you saw?
2: Well, initially, you took on a lot, which is your natural tendency. Um, Maybe too much, but maybe not, because that was what you felt you needed to do as far as, I remember you being really exhausted with so much going on with school and track and everything else but staying up to all hours working on the t-shirt design and because that was really important to you.
0: Well, I still use this as a coping mechanism to some extent, I don't push myself to unhealthy limits as much. I learned that trying to be perfect can be detrimental to your health. It took a lot of pain for me to realize that I wasn't happy with who I was trying to be. I guess who you are is kind of like finding the right pair of shoes. At first, you know, there may be a pair that fits you perfectly and you really like them, but eventually your fear are going to grow out of them, and if you try to keep your feet in them, it's, it's not going to be a good time. So, you know, thinking about that and how it wasn't healthy for me to try and stay that same person when I needed so badly to be someone else, it you know, really surprised me when Mr. Graff said this.
1: A lot of that is that uh, I feel... That if you aren't growing, you're dying, mm-hmm. um, and so the the world is growing so quickly. Technology is changing. Yeah. People are changing. Um, our environment is changing, and so you know we have to learn to grow. We have to evolve, and um, it's just it, it, the ideas.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Out of Zeke's death came the best thing that's ever happened to me.
2: You did better than anyone else did. Because, I mean, like, but I feel like in that way, you also, because of Mr. Unified Man, you were, like, kind of, like, forced into that role of, like, you had to be the one that was, like, okay and, like, in charge of everything, so then you didn't get your own time to, like, deal with it how you needed to, and you had to, like, fix it for everyone else.
0: It was, like, really hard, because... I've never actually like had like someone like close to me like def- like pass away before and so it was like the first time. But I feel like as a group we really like got together and it like made it like really easy to like I guess like get through it all. This is Patty and Maddie. They were coaches last year too. In the months following, the coaches grew closer and closer. We all started hanging out a lot outside of class and became really good friends. I've grown closer to Maddie and Patty more than anyone else though. We've shared so much with one another and have developed a friendship that isn't based on any one shared trait or experience, but is rather based on trust and consistency. We come from different backgrounds and live relatively different lifestyles. These two have opened my eyes up and have taught me to keep my mind open, something I struggle with more than I should. They've brought about a whole new philosophy in me that centered around change and learning new things. They've been changing my view of the world and have been patient to let that view change at a comfortable pace. Have you seen any change in me since you've gotten to know me? Do you feel like Yes. Yeah? I feel like when I first knew you, you were kind of like more judgmental. But like <laughs> now. You're like, I guess like more open-minded. Around January, I started selecting a quote each week that I wanted to try and embody more. This has challenged me a lot. In February, I was doing There's No Lemon So Sour That You Can't Make Something Resembling Lemonade. It was Saturday, the last day of working on that quote, and I hadn't really been challenged with it yet. Doing a cross-country ski race, I fell and broke my thumb, my second race back from recovering from a broken foot. I thought my hopes of going to state for cross-country skiing were out the window. I was distraught at first, but I found a way to make it work. I raced with a cast, adjusted my pole harness, and tried fitting gloves over it. I ended up qualifying for both classic and skate styles for skiing for state. I've continued to rotate through quotes that seem applicable to my life since. I'm not my best self yet, nor will I ever become it since there's always room to improve, but I'm the closest I've ever been. I want to leave you today with a suggestion. For sociology last year, Mr. Poisson had us ask others what our 5 best and 5 worst personality traits are. This may seem harsh and scary at first, but I've done it over and over and learned so much each time. It's just important to recognize your strengths and your weaknesses. I strongly encourage you all to try doing it with someone you trust.
2: I'm, I mean, I'm really excited about who you're going to be four years from now. <laughs> and, and because I see how um, you're more patient with yourself and how open you are to so many different um, experiences and people and points of view, and I feel like... You're gonna be exposed to so many different things. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to um, see what direction you go. And I totally feel confident that no matter what direction you take, you'll make really good choices one way or another. So yeah, you're totally ready to launch. (laughs)
0: I remember you and me back when we were 17, drinking, kissing,